Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Startling new revelations about the extent of the efforts to hide the hospitalization of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and the severity of his medical emergency. It was December 22nd when Austin secretly underwent a still unknown elective surgery. He was released the following day. But on Monday evening, January 1st, Austin was in such severe pain, he was taken by ambulance to Walter Reed Hospital and immediately rushed to the intensive care unit. His personal security detail following the ambulance. That seems like something that the president should be alerted of, like, immediately? I was struck by the verbiage used on ABC News last night. The, the effort to hide the secret, you know, hospitalization. But they, they seem to be utterly convinced. It was not Lloyd Austin saying, you know, I should have made a call. Didn't think of it at the, at the time. I'll, I'll do better next time, like he said. They said, no, no, they clearly were hiding this. Yeah. So we're going to talk to Mike Lyons uh, about that at the bottom of the hour. And uh, also we'll check in on how he thinks things are going with Israel and maybe Ukraine. So um, Because he said yesterday, he t- tweeted out anyway, that you can't let this stand, this breach of responsibility. So I don't know if he's calling for the resignation or... We'll see. Uh, yeah, I've, I've hesitated to come out too strong as a layman uh, on the topic, uh, but it seems it, it just inexplicable oh, to I, me. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I am. Uh, do, do, I, do I sound normal or not? In my I head, sound fine. Okay, in my head, I don't sound normal. My voice is very scratchy feeling, and I'm kind of stuffed up. I woke up that way today. 
Maybe and, a teeny bit. But. And um, I've got a COVID test I'm going to take here. Should I take it or not? Because oh, if I take it and I test positive, then what? Do I have to run home? Yes. Like by definition? According to uh, company policies, which were established in March of 2020 and have remained unchanged. That's parody, folks. I would never criticize any of our corporate partners. <laughs> uh, so don't take the COVID test, then. No, absolutely not. That's the last thing you want to do. Because <laughs> yeah, we, get, we get that text all the time from people who said, I've never had COVID because I never took the test. Executive producer Mike Hansen is charging down the hall ready to slap it out of your hand. <laughs> okay, so then I won't take the COVID test, even though I might have COVID because it's... There's a new variant flying around. But um, end of the year, one of your top architects of the shutdown spoke at a gathering and said some really interesting stuff that flew over the, under the radar, either because media doesn't want to hear it or because it was, you know, lost in the end of the year craziness. But uh, Anthony My Fauci... I think it's mostly the former, but go on. Anthony Fauci, of course, was the real face of the whole COVID thing in terms of, I represent science. But you also might remember kindly old gentleman Francis Collins there at NIH who uh, seemed like a really nice guy, still seems like a really nice guy, but he spoke to some um, tunnel vision that they had that I think all of us recognized. Of course, you don't recognize your own tunnel vision, which I think is part of his point uh, on this sort of thing. Um, And here's how he described his and other public health officials' response to the COVID-19 pandemic, and I hope this can somehow get into policy going forward for the rest of all of our lives so that this never happens again. He said, and I quote, as a guy living inside the beltway, feeling a sense of crisis, trying to decide what to do in some situation room in the white house with people who had data that was incomplete. We weren't really thinking about what it would mean to a family in Minnesota, a thousand miles away from where the virus was hitting so hard. We weren't really considering the consequences in communities that were not New York city or some other big city. I remember saying almost exactly that same thing. They don't think about what it's like in when I was talking to my friends in rural Kansas who had their businesses shut down by the government, but nobody had COVID. Right. He goes on to say, if you're a public health person and you're trying to make a decision, you have this very narrow view of what the right decision is is and that is something that will save a life it doesn't matter what else happens and here's the part that i thought was really interesting so you attach infinite value infinite you attach infinite value to stopping the disease and saving a life you attach zero value to whether this actually totally disrupts lives ruins the economy and as many kids kept out of schools in a way that was never they've never quite recovered from I mean, that's a heck of a model, isn't it? For well, uh, First of all, it makes sense. You go to the plumber. He's, he's only interested in your plumbing. He right. doesn't t- think about your roof or whether your kids are learning math or a whole bunch of <laughs> other things. Yeah, yeah. You know, one more thing, because you were absolutely right. You made a comment kind of offhandedly that this is all about getting it better in the future. Now, I, Joe Getty, have fantasies about some sort of tribunal where we drag all of these people into a courtroom like it's Nuremberg and and, and make them confess to their sins and their stupidity. This includes the editors of the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Alphabet Networks as well, and have them make strong statements of, 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 of you know, a new realization 
realization of how wrong they were, then perhaps a light caning. And then then we worry about getting the policy right in the future. (laughs) A light caning. (laughs) But, you know, since I'm probably not going to get that, you're absolutely right. It's about policy. But one one more sentence or two Collins said that I found interesting. He said, this is a public health mindset. And I think a lot of us involved in trying to make those recommendations had that mindset. And that was really unfortunate. It's another mistake we made. Okay. So that is what we were howling for the entire time. That is one concern among many in a society like ours. How many people are dying? And at the time, we pointed out education, economics, people's constitutional rights, people's regard for the law, people's emotional happiness, old people dying alone. All of these things matter. But we put people like the unspeakably idiotic Barbara Ferrer in L.A. County in charge and gave them godlike powers, even though, as Francis Collins points out, they have one focus and, you know, I really, I tip my cap to Francis Collins because I've said some criti- criti- critical things about him. But he says, yeah, we were guilty of looking at only one thing and we didn't look at those other things that he listed some of them. You know, God bless him for that. That's rare, r- rare candor. Well, it might be completely fair to say, fine, you shouldn't look at other things. Your expertise is not. Are kids getting the right education or the economy or anything like that? But what you need to have is civilian control. It reminds me of the way we have a president who's a civilian make our military decisions. We don't have a general make that decision because their only goal is fighting wars and winning wars. You want somebody above that to make that decision. So have a Francis Collins or an Anthony Fauci whose only goal is to stop the disease and save lives, give their information to a civilian, if you will, uh, who will then take in other factors and say, yeah, but we can't kick kids out of school for two years. We can't shut down businesses. That would be nuts. Yeah, agreed. Another uh, metaphor that might help is uh, it's like a corporation. It's got your manufacturing, you've got your R&D, you have sales, you have administration, you have marketing. Well, all of a sudden, the manufacturing uh, branch runs your entire company. They don't give a crap about anything else. That's a terrible idea. An awful idea and and it's worth repeating the trump derangement syndrome played a huge role in this because trump tried to open certain things or you know the states have the powers in this so he urged the opening of these things and everybody who in a knee-jerk and ultimately incredibly damaging way just said if trump's for it i'm against it even if it's the souls of our little children at stake those people ought to be called to account too because they are wicked people and weak yeah that was absolutely going on and then there was a uh just taking your uh, nod of what direction to go from the top. So if Anthony Fauci or Francis Collins, you know, indicated that, yeah, to save, to make sure <laughs> the emphasis, remember the emphasis was so much on making sure nobody ever got the disease, despite anything else. As he actually says, we attached infinite value to stopping the disease and zero value whether that disrupts lives, the economy, schooling, that sort of thing. That's right. a heck of a thing to say. And we recognized that at the time, and we were right. A lot no, we weren't the only ones. A lot of you were. They had they would they were willing to do anything. Your kid can't go to school. 
for the entire next year to stop one child from getting the disease, even though it's not killing kids, not even making them sick. Yeah, it reminds me of the metaphor at the time. If you want to reduce all traffic deaths, make the nationwide speed limit five miles per hour. Turns out that no, was that ex- would be way too much damage. Turns out that was exactly the right metaphor. One more quick note. Rishi Sunak, the uh, prime minister of Britain, was at a hearing in Britain, and and the British shutdown influenced the American shutdown to a great extent, if you recall that. But they're having an inquiry right now, and he he was uh, he headed the Treasury Department at the time, but he testified, uh, and and he was a little uh, frustrated because the inquiry leaders were actually driving toward the lockdowns should have started earlier and been more severe. And he said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Uh, he said, "If you look at the." findings of the Imperial College of London University of Manchester that applied a quality-adjusted life year analysis. I won't bore you with the full explanation, but it's weighing all of the costs and benefits of people's lives. He said that the lockdown in its severity and duration was likely to have generated costs that are greater than the likely benefit. In fact, it might have been five times larger than the benefits. And the guy who was in charge of the lockdown tried to shut him down and tell him, we're not interested in your quality studies. So one more uh, piece of writing on this. I wish I had put down who wrote this because it's so good. I apologize. I'm I'm plagiarizing like I'm the president of Harvard, um, but I'm admitting it. So that whole infinite value to stopping the disease, zero value to anything else mindset, mm-hmm. this person wrote, without snark, this is literally a child's way of thinking. If you're thinking this way as an adult, it is sort of a self-imposed, stunted cognitive development. My toddler attaches infinite value to the banana she wants at this very moment and zero value to the time of day. The availability of bananas, what I'm doing when she demands my bana- the, the, dema- the banana. My job is to teach her as she develops to consider the world around her as she is making demands and decisions. <laughs> That's pretty good. I remember during the lockdown when uh, Gavin Newsom, the awful, execrable governor of California, was uh, crushing the economy and children's souls while his kids were to <laughs> private school. You laugh. I laugh. I mean... Yeah, his kids were at a private school that was open, by the way. Uh, Anyway, uh, we were saying at the time to focus on one concern, like Francis Collins uh, is talking about, admitting to, uh, and ignoring all of the others. And all of the others are of incredible, of great significance. It's not like they were trivial. They are things that matter. To, To focus on only one and ignore the others is the opposite of leadership. As Gabby was congratulating himself, he was doing the opposite of what a chief executive must do, which is value the inputs of, as I said before, sales and R&D and manufacturing and marketing and the rest of it, or public health and education and the economy and constitutional rights and people's souls and old people dying alone and the rest of it. That was the opposite of leadership. Yeah. I hope we've learned something if we ever go through anything like this again. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Whether or not Lloyd Austin should have to resign, we'll ask Mike Lyons about that, among other things on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, there was a giant hole in the plane, but now Alaska Airlines is trying to spin it as a positive. Yep, check out their new slogans. First up, Alaska Airlines, hey, you wanted a window seat. (laughs) Next up, Alaska Airlines, see if your emotional support animal really works. And there's Alaska Airlines. Well, at least there weren't any snakes. They got sucked out of the hole. <laughs> wow. And finally, Alaska Airlines still safer than Spirit. There you go. That's what I'm saying. These are all positive spins. Everyone's fine. I'd like to be the bass player in a talk show wherein there's a joke. You get to go. <laughs> <laughs> Good work if you can get it. So Apple finally announced their new VR system is going to come out. We've been told for quite a while, we, the public, that this is going to take over the world. And I think Mark Zuckerberg thought it was, which is why he changed one of the most successful companies in the world, changed the name from Facebook to Meta, launched the Oculus, and it just hasn't really caught on. And I'm not sure anybody really knows why. Uh, My kids, like lots of people I know, got the Oculus, thought it was cool for a few minutes, and then it sits and gathers dust. Just for whatever reason, it's maybe people aren't as into it as they think. But anyway, the new Apple Vision thing that's going to be so different, aside from probably just being better all the way around, is that you're uh, you can look at real life and have the have the the screen in front of you. So mm-hmm. rather than the virtual boardroom where you're all in different locations, but it looks like you're in the same location, you you actually are in the boardroom together, but you're all wearing these headsets and you're seeing all the charts and the screens and all this different information coming up while also looking at the other person. It like adds to what you're looking at. And, uh, and you know what? I think that was the point of the commercial on the football game last night right. that I didn't really get. Now it makes sense. Yeah, that's what they're really pushing. That's the different thing. And it would be more like, um, who, who? somebody told me it'd be like the movie Minority Report, which I haven't seen. But you walk down, you, you, this would be more like you walk down the hall and, you know, and, and it recognizes Jim and tells you 
all the information about him or whatever. <laughs> hey, Jim, how's Jeanette feeling? <laughs> also, just the idea of instead of having a big TV, which I just bought maybe stupidly, you watch your movies with this headset on because it's just absolutely so fantastic. It's 4K and your entire peripheral vision and all that sort of stuff. But it's 3500 bucks. So how many people are ever even going to get one to try it out? Well, it's got to be one of those deals where the early adapters get it and love it. And they would can't have to. shut up about it, and then the price comes down thirty percent, and et cetera, et cetera. Although thirty percent is still yeah a lot. Thirty five hundred dollars is a lot. So we'll see if this has an impact on anything. I don't Not know if same I'm... price as a pound of bacon. Hey, oh, inflation humor. <laughs> How'd I do? <laughs> I wish I had time for this whole story. I uh, I cited this as the headline oh, I at least expected to see. Say the yes. pound of bacon again. It's about as expensive as a pound of bacon these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations, you passed the audition. Oh, no, I, I, well, we don't have time now, but I really want to get into the story. Navajo Nation's objection to landing human remains on the moon prompts last-minute White House meeting. <laughs> I do want to hear that. We're going to talk to Mike Lyons coming up. we got a couple of wars going on. Uh, and then what's going on with the Secretary of Defense? Should he resign? That that seems like some uh, a weird situation there. Where's he been? What's up with that? We'll check in with all of that. If you miss a segment, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. On January 5th, Secretary Austin resuming his duties from the hospital. The press and public finally told about it late in the day. Secretary Austin issuing a statement from his hospital bed. I recognize I could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed. I commit to doing better. Yeah, that seems weaselly to me, just in that the public being informed, I don't need to know. But the president probably should know. The national security advisor should probably know. Your number two should probably know that they're in charge. I don't need to know. 
Well, it seems self-evident to me, but again, uh, I'm a layman. Uh, I thought it was striking that some of the newscasts said the effort to hide the hospitalization uh, just came out and said it. Let's consult with somebody who knows what he's talking about. Uh, Major Mike Lyons retired in the United States military, a respected military analyst for CNN, among other outlets. Always good to have you, Mike. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. Happy New Year. Do you stand by your tweet from yesterday in which you thought there needs to be um, repercussions for this? I'll read it. If there are no consequences for this action, the result is a new standard of behavior for a cabinet official. Well, I mean, all I really did was tweet out leadership 101. And then when a leadership, when a leader, you know, kind of walks by and creates this kind of problem and there's no consequence, then that's, we've created a new standard. So I, I don't, I want to take any outrage out of it with regard to, you know, calling for his head or, any, or anything like that. That's not what I, I really meant to say. Um, the, the level of breakdown, though, in this particular situation is has concerning. Uh, the fact, you know, take take out all of the, the, the components of it, uh, goes into the hospital. The second that he was medevaced to ICU should have triggered multiple communication channels with his chief of staff, who now we come to find out was sick with the flu, with uh, his deputy who was off on vacation in in Puerto Rico. She should have returned immediately, and, and none of those things happened. And, and that's where the breakdown, I think, happens. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs then gets notified, I believe, January 2nd, uh, which is a Tuesday, um, he had by law responsibility to communicate. So to me, um, th- this is you know more of again leadership 101 that when we create this kind of behavior, we set a new standard, and um, we'll see if there will, will will be a consequence. It doesn't necessarily mean he, he has to re- re- resign, but uh, there's going to be a consequence. There's going to be an investigation now at a very minimum. We see. <laughs> Well, ultimately, I guess the consequence is at the ballot box. But um, uh, so yeah. you seem to be suggesting this is just good old fashioned. This happened, then that happened, and nobody thought of it. Just, just incompetence. Mistakes were made. People were sick. Yeah, it's probably more like. I mean, in order for these kind of things to happen, lots of things go have to go wrong. And all it would have taken is that one person back then, the chief of staff, notifying the president right away when he's in ICU, uh, because there's the regulatory requirements that have to happen. It orders, you know, from a civilian defense, you know, secretary perspective, that orders he would have to give out that have to, would have to be delegated to someone else. And so all, none of those things happened. Um, you, you factor in it's the end of the year. You factor in all those. Things. Things, the factor in the deputies on vacation um, doesn't. It's it's just more incompetence. That's unfortunate. That that likely they're going to have to go back and put another, you know, belt and suspenders process in to make sure it doesn't ever happen again. I don't want to uh, try to get you to comment on something that you don't know about, but maybe you do know about this. It's surprising to me that the president isn't talking to the sec def like practically every day, given you know the events of the last couple of weeks. Well, I think that's one of these implied things that have come out of this whole thing, and the, 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 the daily intelligence briefing and all of those things. I mean, he he's not reading them in the ICU, and like who is? And you you would think you would think there's 15 minutes with the NSC. You know, Jake Sullivan was surprised as well. Um, so it does show there is somewhat of a disconnect. Um, I think what what this is showing us is that you know, the NSC, the National Security Advisor and Council, are doing more to run the operation inside of Israel and, and what's going on foreign policy-wise than the Secretary of Defense is. I, that's, that's the unfortunate, unintended consequence of this happening and this, this having been found out. He's, he's not. He's not communicating with him for whatever reason. Um, and the fact that he's, he's going to let this go just goes to show you that they're with the current process. 
Yeah, speaking of the ballot box, before we move on to the situation in Israel, I'm just struck, Mike, by, you know, I've I spent enough time as an athlete to know that you don't have any idea how good your team is until you play a game. And yeah. the Russians found that out bitterly in Ukraine. Uh, word is the Chinese are discovering uh, that they are not nearly as well equipped as they thought they were, hence the uh, the clean out of the, the Chinese military upper echelons. And I just have a bad feeling about our military apparatus and how ready we really are. Yeah, you know, it's a great question because we thought that was that way back in the 80s, with, and, and we saw that Desert Storm prove that wrong, and I think the mm-hmm. same thing. Our, our military, we, we're our own worst enemy sometimes in terms of how we feel the standard and the bar is, but we do answer the bell and rise to the occasion, and at the, at, at the, our reporting structure is, is always concrete, for example, and if, if equipment is supposed to be ready, it is ready. It's good to go. Um, I saw those about uh, water. With, there was supposed to be fuel in those rockets in China, and, and, you know, China, I think, was looking to get by on mass. They were just they're looking to throw bodies at things because that's what that's what their advantage is in a military perspective. The question comes back to whether our technology and because they can outmass us, they could do anything in that regard. We saw the pictures of the, of, the, of the carrier that they're trying. They're practicing bombing, all those things, all those intimidating actors. But but again, to, to kind of net it out, um, I, I think our military learned that lesson in a bad way during Vietnam. And we still have the leadership in our military making sure that that would never happen. We, we've got a high readiness for our active forces. I, I'm confident in that. That's great to hear. So um, reading more of your tweets, because you're one of the people that I, anything happens in Israel, Ukraine, big, anything with the military, you're one of the first Twitter feeds I go to. Your mm-hmm. tweet from four days ago, wow, U.S. conducts airstrike in bag, Baghdad. Why this yeah. target over the Houthis? What were you talking about there? Yeah, I'm surprised that we chose to go uh, pick a target that uh, of of was logistical support, but it looks like we had one of the leaders of one of those um, Hezbollah brigades that were there that was so close to Baghdad. I think we, you know, we're. we're we're starting to go. We're still going after logistics, but I'd like to see us go after you know the archers and not just the arrows. And the archers are sitting in in um, in, in Yemen, and they're sitting down with the Houthis are. But then I kind of thought about it. The reason why, the reason why we probably won't attack uh, inside of Yemen is because we likely would kill Iranian soldiers that are there helping them and, and supporting them in, in Iranian public guards. And I think that would show an escalation. So I think they're keeping that in their back pocket. Uh, this was as close to, though, as, as a surprise to me that the administration would approve this attack, just given how far it was inside of Iraq, inside of Baghdad, not in the hinterlands, you know, the Syrians and all those other kind of outposts that the, those brigades are, are one thing. But this was a close attack that, um, that again, sent a very, very clear message. And, and, and it just it's delaying this whole a potential attack inside of, of Yemen. I saw Admiral Stravidi basically say the same thing. We should be going after them. But I think when you think about it, we would attack and kill Iranian soldiers. And I think that's going to be a problem for this administration. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I was going to bring him up because he said, uh, whoever you're talking about, Hezbollah, Hamas, or the Houthis, it's all about, uh, you're talking about Iran. And to your mind, are we even close to pushing back hard enough against all of those attacks yet? Not yet, but we haven't seen any counterattacks of substance since that last attack from you know a week ago or five days ago. So again, it's an interesting. Maybe we're starting to draw this line on military deterrence in that area there, and maybe we're seeing. Uh, I've seen intelligence reports that are showing that the Iranians are sending message to Hezbollah about backing off um, and not escalating. However. 
I've seen the other side where, you know, Israel might decide that they want to escalate. You, we, I just, the words of the defense minister saying it's time for war right now, I, you know, Israel's not stopping their operations until they find an Arab person that runs an Arab organization that says we surrender. And they're going to keep going for as long as that happens. That might be a, a very long time still. So I, I, I think that um, Israel might end up extending this if, um, as, long as, uh, as long as they think they're going to win. And right now they're doing just that, I think, in Gaza as well as in, in Lebanon. It seems pretty clear to me that the Israelis have said, this is time for total warfare. We will defeat our enemy. And if the world is uh, uncomfortable with that, well, that's fine. They will have to deal with yeah. it. And, you know, honestly, putting aside certain people in that region, the quote-unquote world will have forgotten about this in six months. So I think they're probably doing the right thing. Uh, one more yeah. note about Israel. Uh, when that those bombs went off at the big ceremony honoring G- uh, General Soleimani in the cemetery mm-hmm. in Iran, I with great confidence uh, pronounced to my wife that, yep, you don't mess with the Israelis. They take as long as they need, blah, blah, blah. And she looked at me with admiring eyes. And it turns out I'm probably completely wrong. Uh, now people are saying that was ISIS. Well, ISIS took credit buy for it, yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Do you buy that, Mike? I do. I do. The, the kind of attack that it was, it was a double tap where they go in and they bomb the first time, wait for first responders to show up to help, and then they bomb again. Um, you know, that, that's just not something Israel would do. That's not in their fingerprint. They're more surgical. Look, they will go after leadership of Hamas. Um, but but um, I'm going to go out and limb and say they're not going to bomb civilians and, and make that right. kind of attack. That's clearly ISIS. That's a terrorist attack. Now, terrorism has come home to roost in Iran, you know, the, the number one state supporter or exporter of of terrorist activities, well, well, by the way, it has enemies inside themselves as well. And where, where it took place in the southern eastern portion of the country, maybe more in the central portion, easy to get terrorist organizations from, from Afghanistan and, and other people can, can come through those very porous borders and set that up, again, away from the flagpole of Tehran. So I think that's how that, that's how that went down. And I think the Iranians have got to be concerned about more ISIS attacks as, as this conflict with inside the, the Muslim um, world exists of Shia versus Sunni. Mike Lyons, uh, military analyst. Mike, thanks a million. So interesting. Happy New Year to you, and we're looking forward to staying in touch this year. Great guy. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. You know, the whole, uh, the desperate, desperate effort by the Iranians through their various proxies to attack Israel, incite the West, get it back to Islam versus the West. Come on, guys. Let's not be signing agreements with with uh, Israel. It's Islam versus the, the infidels. Well, that not only didn't work, but evidently the radical Sunni end of things, Iran being Shia, um, have said, no, 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 we still want to kill you first. I find that so interesting. Yeah, it gets so complicated because the Palestinians are uh, almost entirely Sunni, but right. it's an opportunity for the Shia power of Iran to stick it to Israel. So in this particular instance, they work together, but they just got bombed by Sunnis. Um, I got more on Lloyd Austin, but I'll save that for later. A particular question around HIPAA and that sort of stuff. What was that thing you were going to bring us? I was really looking forward to it. Oh, the Navajo Nation's objection right. to landing human remains on the moon. <laughs> right. Right. That's and other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The setback in what was supposed to be the first landing on the moon in 50 years and the first ever by a private company, Astrobotic. The lunar lander blasted off from Cape Canaveral on a powerful new Vulcan rocket. Three hours later, though, operators reported a critical fuel leak, preventing the spacecraft from pointing toward the sun for solar power as its battery power was running out. It's unclear whether they'll be able to redirect it and recover any part of the mission. Wow, it's it's still fascinating that we landed human beings on the moon and returned them with the technology of the 60s. Because there's a company that spent gazillions of dollars with modern technology and all the knowledge that exists from the previous uh, efforts and mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Can't do it yet. Yeah. yeah, just makes, as you point out, the early missions all the more astounding. And and I'm kind of, uh, you know, breathing a sigh of relief 40, 50, 60 years later that they were as successful as they were. Right. Yeah, just amazing stuff. Uh, speaking of space travel, I saw this headline uh, over the weekend. <clears throat> Hung on to it. There's a lot to unpack here, as they say. Navajo Nation's objection to landing human remains on the moon prompts last-minute White House meeting. All right, wait a minute. Who's who's landing human remains on the moon? Are they like Navajo? Why are we trucking dead Navajos to the moon? No, turns out we're not. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is going to? Because we just heard that we haven't been to the moon for 50 years, and this company yesterday just failed. Right. So if successful, the commercial mission that was launched... And it clearly wasn't. Uh, Dubbed Peregrine Mission 1 would be the first time an American-made spacecraft has landed on the lunar surface since 1972. But Navajo Nation President Boo Nigren said that allowing the remains to touch down there would be an affront to many indigenous cultures which revere the moon. The moon holds a sacred place in Navajo cosmology, he said in a Thursday statement. The suggestion of transforming it into a resting place for human remains is deeply disturbing and unacceptable to our people and many other tribal nations. Okay, so first of all, it's not Navajo remains. It's geeks who paid this private company to put their ashes on the moon. 
So let's start there. What do you want your ashes on the moon for? Yeah. So you can brag about it? You're not going to be bragging about anything. You're dead. Excellent. So your relatives can? Excellent point on the timeline. What are they going to say? Hey, you remember my Uncle Jim? Oh, yeah, yeah. Big guy. He was a good guy. Yeah, sorry to hear he passed. <laughs> well, his ashes are on the moon. Really? <laughs> What'd that cost? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay. Right. Did that really change your life? People <laughs> knowing that your Uncle Jim's there or your dad or whatever. Who, who wants their ashes on the moon? Well, people spread them on Pebble Beach or the ocean or... Well, that's because they've been there, and it's special to them, and it gladdened. The, those were times that made their life worth living. Now, if Buzz Aldrin wants his ashes scattered on the moon, that's legit, says I. <laughs> but some guy who just has an extra 50K in his will, or whatever it costs, give it to the freaking charities, or to, to save puppies, or, or I don't know, the poor, or just literally anything, but sending your ashes to the moon. <laughs> Which brings us to the Navajos, who say, yeah, we like to worship the moon, so you can't have dead people's ashes up there. You'll get over it. <laughs> it's a giant moon. It's, you know, you're entitled to whatever in touch with Mother Earth and Mother Moon thing you've got going. And I respect it as much as you respect my thing, and that's fine. Live and let live. But some six ounces, but it's probably like six grams of somebody's ashes on the moon aren't going to disturb the, 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 the Mother Earth or evil spirits or whatever you get down with. With all due respect, don't worry about it. And, It'll be fine. And the super sensitive White House actually had a meeting about it? Read my mind, exactly. And so you got a handful of Navajo guys saying, hey, the moon is sacred. Don't put six grams of ashes up there. And the might ask, oh, no. Oh, they're a downtrodden group. I learned in my DEI classes that intersectionality speaking, they're at the bottom of the totem pole, thereby at the top of the totem pole. Plus the evil white man took their lands. So we got to have a meeting with them and talk about the six grams of ashes on the moon and do the right thing. <laughs> Come on. We're a superpower? If Liechtenstein behaved in this way, I'd think, hey, you're really wasting valuable time. <laughs> Liechtensteinians have important needs that you ought to be looking to. The border, for instance, you know? <laughs> Holy cats. Um, I tested negative for COVID. I wasn't going to tell you if I tested positive. I don't feel good today. Uh, and so I took a COVID test and I passed. So... And if I had could passed, be lying, folks, he could be lying. If I hadn't, I can show you the thing here. See, I just got one. Right, let me see that. I just All got right. one uh, little bar on there. It's just got one. Uh, and and congratulations on your uh, bundle of joy. So that means you're staying here. <laughs> means I'm staying here. Yes, Michael. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I tested positive, though, I don't think I was going to tell anybody. So I don't know exactly sure why I even took the test. Yeah, I hear you. It's crazy. Hey, the great Josh Rogan of the Washington Post talking about uh, China's anti-Semitism. Yeah, it's insidious. It's coming up next. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.